0: Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker.
1: Greetings again. Uh, Finishing Well podcast is active. I'm glad you're there listening to us today. We have a stimulating discussion for you. Uh, I want to introduce it and introduce Randy, who's my sidekick on this podcast, uh, with a question, so what? What difference does it make, really? And, and we want to ask that question in a couple things, a couple areas. Uh, our ministry is focused on fulfilling God's plan for our aging years. So we take people through a process called the seven essentials, of trying to help people think through what God wants us to be and do in our lives. So you finish that and say, so what? You know, I think as a question that I, as a pastor, always ask myself at the end of a sermon, so what? I mean, will people do anything with it? And how do they do it? So we want to ask that question personally, but we want to come through it, let's say, through the back door as an organization. Randy has really stimulated me to think, and he keeps asking questions about who we are as a ministry and what the impact of our lives is, and he has a phrase called back ends, and I'm going to ask him to explain it to you, and we'll ask questions about our ministry, and you can ask them with us as you listen to him. But then ultimately, it, it turns to our lives and what, what's the back end of our life really mean? So Randy, welcome. I appreciate your friendship and your prodding me to think better in, in life and ministry and marriage and everything about me. So welcome and jump in and lead us through this session, will you?
0: Hey, Hal, good morning. Uh, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here with you. You stimulate, I might add, before I get going here, that you stimulate me. Uh, just as much so uh i am uh I'm glad to have a podcast with you uh so back to the topic you mentioned uh I think how we as a ministry, try our very best to encourage people. We are in the encouragement business. I've been through a life of some degree of significance in my work. I've been through a life of some degree of significance with my family. I've been through a life of much, uh, a variety of experience and experiences that have impacted me. And now here I am at my age, uh, trying to figure out where I go with all that. What do I want to do with it? And in my, in my walk with the Lord, how do I want to use it? Well, the local church, as we have always tried to um, uh, encourage people to to use as as kind of the, if you will, the uh, the floor in, in how we the foundation how we uh, proceed can help us with that. And having a good relationship there, having friends at that local church certainly makes a difference. In somebody figuring out how to make their life interesting but also one that serves the Lord. Uh, and I think local, con- local uh, uh, group leaders at the church, staff members who handle, if there are some in your church, the more adult population or the senior population even, uh, can, can give ideas. But as a ministry, we have focus uh, on that topic because we feel like there are many, many seniors out there, and if you've listened to us before, you know, our storyline is that those seniors out there are percolating, but not doing much, partly because they're percolating in a state of glad to be retired, glad to have time on my hands, glad to be able to have maybe some resources in some cases to do a little bit more because of the time I have than than we were able to do previously, but not knowing quite how I want to apply that in my walk with the Lord. Uh, It's all about just simply having a good time. And so you could say that part of that is the desire to fulfill kind of a life's good uh, hunch that I have in my heart that I can have fun doing that constantly. Well, uh, our our view of that is that's going to get maybe that's going to get um, a little overused, and it might get a little bit worn out pretty quickly uh, in terms of fulfilling. A sense of purpose and a sense of vision and a sense of goals in your life for your latter years, and part of that reason is that uh, you can only play so much golf and go on so many uh, cruises before you begin to say, "Wow, this is getting a little bit. You know, if this is all I've got, this this is not fulfilling me, and, and it's kind of boring." So, part of what we want to do is open up the door to the idea that your life can be a little bit different from that if your walk is more on a finishing well track. So having said that, Hal, we view finishing well. Well, let me back up. Let me just propose to you that Randy feels that finishing well has uh, some major components to it. And uh, I'll explain that just in, in terms of the back end point. The front end of finishing well is us trying to figure out uh, the challenges that seniors have, how the, how the Lord is really uh, instrumental in changing that, and how we can help people see that with some purpose in their life, with some direction in their life, with some feelings that I'm on a path that the Lord has planned for me, or I want to be on that path, and I want to be open to that. That my life will change. And so we've kind of put together a thought process, and you've worked on it for years, Hal. And so the seven essentials, the seventh being what heaven is all about, and why we why we're so excited about that, uh, is a really encouraging message. So the if you want to look at it like a business, uh, the front end is kind of the um, the prep for constructing something, or creating something, uh, or developing something. The uh, middle is kind of the finishing, well, if you want to call it that, a uh, production unit. Al. and that's basically you right now giving a message of hope to all, all of us, but also other people have. Uh, absorb, absorb that, and are also giving that message. We have many people who are now uh, on board with that and and carrying that message to their other people in their church, to their neighbors, to their friends. And so you have uh, some people out there who are uh, adapting and adopting the finishing well idea. That's the middle in my in my book, which is giving people an idea of what we're talking about, the seven essentials. Then we say, and we have said, with, I think, a great deal of thought and experience and understanding of how the local church works, we have said that the best thought process and the best plan for implementing the learning and the growth and the new person that comes out oftentimes, if not always, but most of the time of the finishing well, middle or factory, if you will, is a person who wants to get involved in some way, who wants to do more in some way, who wants to find a, a, a path of um, a purpose, a path of purpose and a path that I could get with. So we've talked about that in examples of the Lord kind of gives us a spark, gives us an aha, oftentimes somewhere along the line of the the middle with with the finishing well message, the seven essentials. And the aha that comes from that sort of gets us to say, you know, I have been sitting here on the bleachers. I'm going to get up off the bleachers and go down and get on the playing field. That's where the Lord wants to use me. That's the active area, if you want to call it that, where the Holy Spirit will guide me into something. And we say that one of, the, one of the things that will help people do that is paying attention to the Holy Spirit, the voice that's talking to them. The other thing is to get involved or go back if you have not been as active, but certainly use your local church. And use the resources there to help guide you. The local church, if you have a leader uh, of uh, of the of the adult or senior crowd, there will be more than anxious to help you get involved in something, uh, either with the church or outside the church. But what we've done in talking about that, how is I think we've agreed that the and I call that the back end. That's the How, now that I see I want to create a garden, now that I see I want to be in the play, on the playing field, whatever it is, whether you want to use an athletic kind of um, imagery or uh, musical, whatever it is, I want to be a player. Now that I want to be a player in something, I have to figure out what that is. I have to go to my, I have to, pray about it. I have to go to my heart and say, what would I really love to do? What would really, what would I find joyful to do? We have, as part of that message, suggested that a priority for all of us is our family. Always start with the family and make sure we are trying to look at our family as a mission field for us in terms of our own little mission. But another so-called garden that could be developed, could be out there for us. We just haven't tilled it yet or even figured out where the plot of land is for it. So what we're looking for is that garden. That's kind of the back end, Hal. The back end is me trying to figure out what my garden is uh, and looking for uh, something that excites me about that garden. Uh, What do I want to till? What do I want to see grow? What do I want to help grow? What do I want to do to feel that I have well, no, let me say it this way. What do I want to do that I'm not in it to just build you know, I'm not working my way into heaven for sure, but I'm also not doing it just for me to feel joyful. We're saying that joy comes as a um, kind of as a side benefit of finding that purpose that excites me, that gets me interested, that I want to do to help somebody. So the back end is, when we talk about that more and more, we're talking about options that we can help people find. What do we mean by back ends? Let's talk about the importance of serving. Uh, It might be serving in the local church. Uh, It might be just using my life as a ministry in my own family, uh, you know, just being there for them, helping them, being available, trying to help them through their challenges. Uh, But it also might be actual service, uh, playing a role, if not a job per se, but a role in another ministry. And one of the things we've talked about doing, and I think you and I agree we might want to do, is almost every podcast, we would like to highlight a ministry going forward that we feel could get you excited. Uh, We're not suggesting you have to do this. It's not by any means some sort of job description for you to fill out that you have to do to finish well. But it, we're just offering these thoughts as an opportunity for you to look into it for yourself and say, you know what, maybe that kind of thing would be fun for me, and I would enjoy that. Uh, whatever it is, whatever the ministry does, if I don't want to create one for myself, and if I want to kind of go beyond my family ministry that that I already have, uh, being there, being available to my family, serving them, helping them with their challenges, whether it's sons and daughters, whether it's grandkids, whatever it is, whether it's spouses, uh, going beyond that. So that's what I consider the back end, Hal, of what we do is it's where kind of the rubber meets the road of me wanting to to act out, if you will, my Uh, inspiration that I have found through finishing well. I want to act out on that a little bit. I don't want to let it go. I don't want to let it languish. I don't want to let it linger to the point where it becomes a a faded uh, memory. But I want to do something that keeps me involved in it. And that something is what uh, I might need some help with. either through my local church, or Hal and Randy, maybe you guys might help me with that, so to speak. Uh, or maybe somebody that's already doing a Finishing Well ministry of some sort, somewhere, could I could talk to them and say, hey, how did you get this started? What did you think about? What did you try to do? Uh, like, like our friend John, that has started his neighborhood ministry in his home of inviting uh, anywhere between, I think, 10 and 20 men uh, that he meets walking the dog around the neighborhood to gather once a month and talk about their life and about how the Lord is is, uh, involved in in what they're doing or not involved in what they're doing, but, you know, that kind of ministry. And and John will be glad to explain how he got it started, what he did, how he did it. To, to anybody that was wanting to listen to it. So I'm saying people are glad to explain what they're doing. They're not suggesting that you do what they do. But if it's interesting to you, they would be glad to help you with that. So that's what back end is, Hal, uh, for me. And I think it's important for us, you and me, to keep talking about it. I think we can encourage people as we go forward in thinking through what they can do to sort of put – uh you know, part, uh, put put legs, if you want to call it that. I'm not suggesting that it's a walking ministry, but put legs to their ideas around a garden they want to develop.
1: That's good, Randy. Uh, let me, a quick follow-up, and then we can summarize this. Are there any particular examples that you have in mind about volunteerism that you might want to just put out there for us? Some things that you've thought about you have an idea or two on our list here. Anything you want to talk about one or two of them from your perspective?
0: I put a few together in talking about thinking through this message, Hal, uh, that, that just came to mind quickly. Uh, for us locally in the Dallas area, the Dallas community, uh, there's, a, there's a ministry called Network of Community Ministries. Which is actually in a in a suburb called Richardson, Texas. That uh, that provides food, provides uh, apparel, clothing, uh, provides help to people who have nothing else, have no other place to get it, and they do that regularly. And they have quite a uh, uh, gee, what's the word I'm looking for here? But quite a. a A series, uh, quite a a group of that has need, quite a large group of people who use the ministry uh, and need it, and so uh, it's volunteer all the way. It's um, there. Anybody can go ask if they need help. Uh, I don't have any contact info on it right here in front of me. But I'm just—it came to mind since you asked. There's a there, so let's talk about. Let's move from the local though to a national. Um, there's an old-time ministry out there that almost everybody has heard of, but not too many people. <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I—I'll I, say it in a loving way. Not too many people have thought about in terms of getting involved with it. And you know what that ministry is? How the Gideons.
1: Yeah, I have good friends who are very involved in it, and as a pastor, they were always involved in our church, the Dallas Bible Church, and wherever our church now, they're very involved in it.
0: You know, they're always, always, always looking for new people to join in, and uh, they're busy. They are. They do a lot. It's, it's it. Just the more I've learned, the more i the more amazing it is how much they get done. But it's, it's kind of what I'd call a big-time ministry in this sense, that there are lots of opportunity to get the word out, to get, to get God's word out there. Lots and lots and lots of opportunity. But we need feet on the ground to do it. We need people who are willing to do that, to deliver to places. People who are willing to ask if you would be interested in it people who are willing to have a discussion with local whatever it might be different d- different groups that have opportunities to have a bible in their in their shop or in boxes in the behind the front desk so there's tons of opportunity with them and they are the nicest people i've bumped into and and so another one how is the salvation army of course it's there it's been uh, highlighted a little bit in local football <laughs> Football games for the Dallas Cowboys, but but I'm just saying it's there, and there's always a need, and there's always an opportunity to serve. So I'll just bring up a local one and a couple of national ones. They're there to get involved with, and what what we would suggest people do who are interested is just contact them and ask, "Do you still need somebody?" (laughs) They're going to laugh at that, but can how would I? How would somebody like me with my situation I'm in, get involved. How could I, I be most helpful? And they will help you figure that out.
1: Great illustrations, Randy. Let me see if I can wrap this up. I've been thinking here making some notes. I you know, go back to where we started. So what? So what you finished your career and work, you're now retired. So what do you do next? Well, a couple things. Just First of all, think through your life and what the spirit of God wants to do with you. What are you gifted at? What are your experiences? Where does he want to take you in using your life? The message of finishing well is you're not finished. You may be finished with a career, but God has uh, decades, depending where you're at in scale, years or whatever. There's something to do. What does he want you to do as a person? You know, Randy, you're what we did this in your church where you guys go, and I remember your wife standing up at the very end, and she said, "My mission is being a friend." And she writes cards, she encourages people, she has an incredible mission at her season of life and doing stuff for others. But as a person in your family, we talked about that as a friend, as a member of your church, you could volunteer there, uh, com- volunteering in your community. There are tons and tons of places to volunteer your life right where you live in your own community. Uh, and so these are the kinds of things. This is what you're talking about as the back end. So what? So what are you going to do with your life? And how will the spirit of God lead you? And that's the mission of finishing well, you know, helping people to think through that. Is that a fair, good summary? Fair summary? Yeah, it is, Al.
0: yeah, that's it right there. That's it. Thank you very much. And thank you for allowing me to 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 share my heart on that one.
1: Uh, What is it that excites you? What is it uh, that gives you a sense of purpose and passion for your life? So thanks for being with us today. I hope these thoughts by Randy and me have been stimulating to you, help you think a little bit, sharpen your thinking, uh, encourage you to get into have a sense of purpose and why God has you here and what your mission is. It's terribly important. So thanks for being with us. Pray for Finishing Well Ministries. Pray for a sense of purpose in your own church as as older people are challenged and encouraged I give you one illustration in closing uh, there is a church in California that I've been involved with and they have what is called the Sequoia ministry tall stately trees in the state of California that stand out they're aged they're they're hundreds of years old in many cases so you know, we as aging people, we want to be used of God, be a forest of people that will point others to Christ and his power in their lives. So may God bless you and encourage you. And um, let's keep pressing on and build the back end of our lodge. May God bless you and encourage you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.